0: Um, So Callum's going to read a few verses from Colossians chapter 4 and uh, and I want you to see what stands out for you. As we think about the 68 hours we've got every week, what does this say to you about what we should be doing um, and about who we should be, what we should be like in that time? Callum, thank you. Devote yourselves to prayer, being watchful and thankful, and
1: pray for us too, that God may open a door for our message, so you... So that we may proclaim the mystery of Christ for which I am li- lies for which I am in chains Pray I may proclaim in clear li- lie as I should be wise in the way you act towards outsiders make the most of every opportunity let your co- conversation be always full of grace
0: seasoned with salt so that you may know the answer everyone. Brilliant, thank you Callum, that's great. Um, And and Callum didn't have a chance to practice that one, so thank you Callum. And can I just say to all all you little ones over here, um, can I ask you to draw a picture of something that you are thankful for? And we'll look at those a bit later, is that right? Because that's what it says that we should not, it doesn't say we should draw a picture, it says we should be thankful. So draw a picture of something that you are thankful for, alright? Now, the Bible says that all of Scripture, everything, everything that's in this book is God-breathed, God-inspired and useful for us for lots and lots of different things. Um, so, So I wonder what it is that this reading in particular says to us today about how we should spend our time and who we should be, what we should be like. It says, first of all, we should devote ourselves to prayer. Everything that we do should begin with prayer. Whether we are growing, or whether we are going, or whether we're doing both at the same time, it all begins with prayer. But it then goes on and says that we should be watchful and thankful. Okay, So, we should notice, we should notice the things going on around us, The things that that God is doing and be thankful for what he's doing. And we're going to come back to that. We're going to focus on that in a little bit. But we should be watchful and thankful, noticing what God is doing and be thankful for everything. And it talks about being watchful and thankful and that never ends. It just says keep going, keep doing that. That's how you should be. Always watchful, always thankful. It says, pray that God will open a door for our message. We've talked about this over the last few weeks. We have a, we have a message to take out from this place and to share with all the people on that, that flip chart earlier. All those people that we get to see and be with and do life with, we have a message of hope to share. But it says to pray that the message will be received well. Pray that God will open a door... Um, for that message. So it's God's responsibility to provide that opportunity and it's our responsibility to take it. And it talks about proclaiming the mystery of Christ which I find really encouraging because it means I don't have to know all the answers. I don't have to be able to explain everything to everyone because I couldn't even if I tried. I could stand here and attempt it and make a fool of myself. But it it gives me confidence that I can go and explain the mystery of Christ, explain the things that I don't get as well, um, and hopefully help people along the way with that. And you don't need to know all the answers either. Anybody here think they know all the answers? No, lots of shaking heads, not one single hand up, which is good. Not even in jest, I like it. That we might proclaim the mystery of Christ. And it says that we need to proclaim the message clearly. So we don't need fancy language, we don't need a theological degree, um, and we don't need words that nobody understands. We just need to speak clearly this message that we have to share. Um, And then the other thing that we're going to focus on, we're going to focus in a minute on being thankful, but the other thing is make the most of every opportunity. It's God's responsibility to create that opportunity, to present it to you, but it's, it's your responsibility and mine to take that opportunity. So we're going to focus on being thankful and focusing on how we take each opportunity that's presented to us. And then it ends by saying, let your conversation always be full of grace. So that means that even when you think nobody else is looking or listening, that you, you talk to people in a respectful and graceful and gracious manner. I tell you what, I'm I'm not I'm not someone who um, who drives aggressively, and I don't respond aggressively when I'm driving. Um, but there's nothing like wearing a dog collar for being aware of how you're driving. <laughs> I tell you, and and those those moments where you just even you just want to tut and raise your eyes, you suddenly go, ooh, maybe not today. Um, but you know those moments where where your, your human nature gets the better of you and you respond in a human way um, and not in a way that you think that God would approve of. We've all been there. We had some friends around for lunch last week and, uh, and one member of my family who shall remain nameless, she said... Um, <laughs> she, oh sorry, she, she said something that I disagreed with and so I, I put my point and countered that. Um, and then she disagreed with me again. And then I, I heard my voice go up a pitch as I answered again. And I suddenly thought, oh my goodness. I think I only noticed because we have friends there. Would my voice have done that if the friends weren't there? Or would I have not noticed? Possibly. But it says, let your conversation always be full of grace. Don't be uh, someone who responds harshly to anyone ever. Because if we're trying to take a, a message of hope to people... Um, you need to have knocked all the rough edges off, don't you, beforehand. You need to be speaking to them graciously. So, so always being watchful and thankful, making the most of every opportunity, and let your conversation always be full of grace. And these things are ongoing. Always being watchful and thankful. Make the most of every opportunity. There's no exclusions here. This is your whole 68 hours 168 hours every week and it's for every one of us every day, everywhere so we're going to stop for a minute and we are going to just talk in our little groups wherever we are either with the people we came with or if you're really brave the people that you didn't come with who have sat to the net, to the alongside you as well um, and I just want you to, to talk about things that you have noticed that God is doing and that you are thankful so it may be, it may be in your life, it may be in the life of your neighbour or someone around you, a friend, a family member. Uh, it may be just something that's happening at work. But what have you noticed God is doing that you are thankful for today? And then we're going to share. Some of those in a minute so I'm going to give you just a couple of minutes and if you're online put some in the chat and, uh, and I'll see if it magically appears on the bottom of my screen here um, and we'll, we'll share some of these together in a minute and could we just have a little bit of background something thank you brilliant off we go it's wonderful to hear this hubbub. Um, it's brilliant. Uh, we'll have a look at some of the pictures in a minute as well. Um, but let's start sharing. What, what are we thankful for? What have we been watchful about and noticed? Um, and what are we thankful for? Um, and we want to start up here with, uh, with Steve Brett. There's a mic just, uh, just coming. Steve, talk to us. Uh, morning. I'm really grateful to God to be here today. Uh today's the 15th anniversary of my quadruple bypass. Um, we were able to celebrate our, wedding anniversary, our 30th wedding anniversary uh, just on two months ago, and uh, I'm grateful to God to be here today. Brilliant. Thank you. Is, is there any anybody else up there who'd like to share before Dabba comes down? No? Okay. I mean, they're all smiling, which is lovely, rather than blank looks, but... No, thank you. OK, who, who else would like to share this morning? John? And then get ready for the rest of you with your hands up. Thank you, John.
2: For many years, it's difficult to um, confess, but for many years I've suffered with anxiety. Anxiety can lead to all manners of physical problems, mental as well, and a couple of weeks ago, Ellie gave me a book called Well-Being, and it's a 50-day event, and it's reading the scriptures fundamentally, primarily, and for this anxiety of mine, I thought to myself, I wonder if God is talking to me, and he quoted Romans chapter 8, Verses 15 to 17 And the Lord said in that I have not given you a spirit of fear to bondage again But I have given you my Holy Spirit by which you cry out Abba Father And so it's recognising God as our Abba Father and binding the spirits of anxiety and fear. And so I thought that surely must be for me. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Mark, thank you.
0: From the boys, oddly enough, all of them said food. (laughs) For me, I've just had a wonderful week with all the family together, my, both my children were home, so I'm thankful for that. And for those who are not here very often, can I just say there are biscuits afterwards as well? It's not only Zeke that's got biscuits this morning, but
3: yeah. um, this, um, week, um, this week, this uh, week, Bar and Bus started a group for girls um, doing um, self defence that I'm helping
0: with, and um, we had the full complement—15 girls—turn up on Monday. That's great. Thank you very much. That's great. And uh, where's Val? Val, sorry, just just in front here. Val, would you mind sharing? Thank
2: you.
3: Okay. Um, when the free Queen, um, when Ricky was preaching last week on the front line, it really sort of resonated with me for something that happened, and it was. When the Queen's funeral was on, I didn't want to—or or John and I, sorry, John and I didn't want—we <laughs> didn't want to watch it on our own. Now we knew we could come up here to our RBC family, but what I decided to do actually was to phone our daughter and ask, could we go and watch it round there? Well, the kids said yes. M- Mum was in bed actually; she'd just done a night shift and was going on to another one. So we watched it with them. But what happened just really absolutely encouraged me and blew my socks off. Because um, when you have um, your kids are not Christians it can be really quite difficult for you. And We've always been really aware that we don't want to bash them with the Bible but we try and live a life that speaks for God and say words when appropriate. Anyway when the hymns came on, blow me! the children sang along with them. These are my three sort of 20 plus children. And then when the Lord's Prayer was said in the service, they joined in. It was the most amazing thing. And if I hadn't decided I'd go and be with them, I absolutely would have missed it. And I know it doesn't mean that there's been a change in their hearts, that it was that moment, but what it did, it really encouraged me that in our schools building blocks are put in and they all went to Grovewood and had assemblies there and it's there that they learnt the words of those songs and it's there that they learnt the Lord's Prayer. And God's promise to us is for our children and our children's children. And so we don't know where those building blocks and gentle witnessing may lead. All I know is that the seeds are already planted and that all it will take is the Holy Spirit to water them and make them grow and for us to just be there.
0: Amen. Oh,
3: can I just, sorry, can I just say, sorry. Yeah, I just want to say a huge encouragement. We've got so many teachers in our fellowship and you never know where your word is going to land.
2: Absolutely,
0: absolutely. Thank you. And, and just, just on that as well, can I just say that there are some people in this room today because seeds were planted four, five, ten years ago. And at the time people would have been discouraged because nothing seemingly had come from it and yet... Some of you are here today because of those seeds being planted back then. Thank you. Right at the back there. Yes, Millie.
3: I'm thankful for my Year 6 residential trip to Hilltops.
0: I wonder what that smell was. (laughs) Brilliant. Thank you, Millie. Did it go well? Excellent. Good stuff. Thank you. (coughs) Sorry? Oh, sorry. Millie is thankful for her Year 6 residential trip to Hilltops. She had a brilliant week. Um, and it, it does look like she's been clean since she came back, which is wonderful. That's great. Thank you. Now, um, is there anybody else before we go to the um, the pictures that the children have, have made? Anybody want to share anything? Oh, yes, Pat. Thank you. Daz was just on his way.
1: My grandson's been married for four years and had been trying for a baby all that time and uh, and in the end they decided to save up for IVF. And last week, um, there are two little girls because the um, the wife um, became pregnant and had twin girls, which which is good for the scuppums because we're a, an old boy family.
3: <laughs> so
1: it was lovely, oh, um, and it was a, it was a lovely time. And it was in an Anglican church, so it was different to how the Baptists do. It. It, but uh, it was lovely and Lois, one of the twins turned her head she wanted to drink the water
3: <laughs>
1: when, it, uh, when it was poured on her because um, they call it baptism uh, of course we feel differently about baptism yeah. but uh, it was lovely and, uh, and, and, and how true what Val said um, even though you don't know whether your, your children or your grandchildren, or your great-grandchildren even, um, whether they accept the Lord as their saviour, the seed is planted yeah. and, uh, and it's amazing really how in later years how it turns out. Yeah, so, wonderful,
2: thank, thank you. you.
0: And I'm delighted that you mentioned christening because I was starting to think that the um, that the birth happened in the church. But no, the christening in the church. That's great. Thank you. Now let's let's have a look at some of your pictures. Um, would you like to bring your pictures over if you'd like to share them? Um, some won't be very clear on the screen, but we'll have a go. So this is Freya's, um, and this is this is a thank you for the NHS. And um, and one of the people online, Georgina, has said. That she's thankful for the NHS and all that they do for her and for many others and we know that we've got a number of people in hospital at the moment who are equally thankful thank you and let's have a look at what's this one I'm not sure we're going to quite unpack all of this um, but cross and stars yeah I can't see anything else on there crosses and stars thank you very much wonderful let's have a look at what's this one uh, friends and family um, so there's just little heads here. You can just about make out these are the friends and family here. I did point out to Mike that they've all got hair, so I'm not sure where Mike is on on that uh, on that line. But the when he had hair. The Stabby when he had hair. Of course it is. <laughs> Let's have a look. Thank you. So who is this? Um, my this is your teacher. We've just given thanks for teachers, and this is your teacher, Daisy. Thank you. And the other one that you just This is, which way up did it go? Oh, sorry, I I see it. So, thankful for God, and a cross, and a bell, and a heart, and a star. Brilliant. Well done. We'll give you all a big clap together in a minute. Let's have a look. What have you got here? Oh, my word. There is such a lot going on here, isn't there? So, um, who is this? A bear. It's a bear. Good. Ah, Phew. And who is this? It's what? It's a tree, not a who, it's a tree. Silly Ricky. And what's this on this side? A dinosaur it's
1: what? A dinosaur.
0: Face. It's a dinosaur. Lovely. And let's have a look at this one. Now there's a person on this one. I know I know there is. You take that one. And who is this person here?
3: That's, that's an alien.
0: An alien? <laughs> and you. We're thankful for you. Ezra what have you got here now this I don't we don't do favorites but this is my favorite because this this is me this is me isn't it and this is Ezra and who what else do we got down here mummy mummy there we go thank you very much and what, what have you got here let's have a little look at this one oh we've got it's a little bit faint can we did you? Well done. Thank you. So we've got a tree on there. It seems to be saying something, but I'm not sure. Oh, no, that's on the back. That's on the back. Thank you very much. Let's give them a, a huge round of applause. Well done. Thank you. And, um, and just one, uh, one or two from online. Um, so Maureen said that she is thankful that her GP recognised that she is a person of faith um, and said... Uh, acknowledged what part her church, family and her faith will play in her healing uh, over and above what might happen through the NHS, so we are thankful too for your GP, Maureen and that recognition, um, and uh, and the Aquas are thankful, they're, um, they're, there's a bit of sickness in their house today so they're thankful that they can join us online, um, and uh, oh, oh look at that, I didn't know you could see it as well, isn't that clever, oh they've excelled themselves. Um, but they're thankful for online worship this morning and especially thankful for the tech team for doing what they do um, and, uh, and we've, we've taken another step forward today, which is, uh, which is great. Thank you. Can I, can I just share two things that I'm thankful for? One is the building project and the team effort already. Um, and uh, the, um, the clearing of the building uh, is just about done, which is amazing. The, the green chairs will be taken away tomorrow. The kitchen stuff has gone. Um, there's yeah, arms raised at the back. Come on. Um, and uh, and we do hope that the builders will be on site on Thursday for our first meeting, and then they'll start doing their clearing. Um, and just to say, if you've if you've ever sat there when we've said we're looking for volunteers for this or someone who can help with that, if you've ever sat there and thought, well, I can't do any of that and I'm really frustrated, um, I, I want to encourage you because. Um, uh, this week, we've been delighted that Rita and Doris have joined the team, the clearance team. Oh yes, um, and, uh, and actually, they've given us some of their um, storage space so that we can take some of the toys and some of the equipment that we don't need in the short term, um, so we can store them off-site in their garage, in their shed, um, and that we don't have to worry about finding space for them here, which is wonderful. So, thank you so much for that. Um, and the, the other thing that I want to say um, thank you to God for is uh, is last Sunday was my first Sunday preaching without my crutch up here, um, and this Sunday is the crutch is over there and I've not used it since I came in the building and I've been all over the place so I'm really really thankful really thankful for that it's been ten months I want to say it's worth it but it wasn't worth it um, but yeah it's been it's been great uh, one more Ness I work oh, it's gone I work in a C of E school. And we still teach the children to say the Lord's Prayer. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Ness. Wonderful. So, let's just stop for a minute and, uh, and let's just praise God. We, when, we, um, when we have an all-in service, when we say our Amen, does anybody remember how we do Amen? Yeah? So, any, any of the younger ones? There's lots of murmurs over there. Any of the younger ones? Daisy, could you come and show us how to do it for those who don't know? Is that alright? And then I'm going to pray and then we're all, well we're all going to pray but I'm going to speak and then we're all going to say Amen at the end. So, so if I started saying Amen, what would you do? Remember? Ooh, oh, that's new. That wasn't what I was thinking. Do we do, we do, do we do this one? Do we wind it up? Amen! It's a new one, it's a new one. If you want to do the fishy one, you do the fishy one, okay? But we're all going to join in with our amen together. Let's, uh, let's pray together. Father God, for all that we've heard this morning, and for all that was shared in our time together, and that we've not shared out loud, and for all, Lord, that we know and we see that you are doing, we give you thanks and praise. Lord, may we ever be watchful and ever be thankful for all that you're doing. And we praise you in Jesus' name, Amen! Very good, well done, thank you Daisy. Thank you Daisy, that's great. Um, So just the, the last little thing is, I want us to think about what does it mean to make the most of every opportunity? I wonder if you have ever missed an opportunity and then afterwards you've regretted it, you realise later, oh, I should have done that. Or I should have said that. Or maybe I should have prayed that. Put your hand up if you if you recognise that and that that's something that you would say you've done in the past. Yes, most of us. Most of us. And to the rest of you, I would say, pay more attention, for goodness sake. Um, but I, I remember when I was... Um, when I was I, I'd gone into the hospital for the, the surgery on my knee and um, and there was a, a guy in the bed next to me and he, he had drawn the curtain around so um, some people were quite sociable even me at times but he had drawn the curtain between our two beds I didn't take it personally um, but I heard I overheard him having a conversation with one of the nurses um, and, uh, and it wasn't until afterwards um, because I was so focused on me and not wanting to miss what I was supposed to be doing um, and paying attention to what they were telling me and all of that sort of stuff I missed the opportunity um, to offer to pray for him so he was there for surgery as well but of a different kind and, um, but it wasn't that that was causing him the trauma um, all the other stuff going on in life was really difficult and I missed the opportunity to say do you want to have a chat and if you don't want to have a chat can I at least pray for you I did pray for him afterwards, I thought, actually I'll, I'll catch him after surgery, we'll both be there. Actually he, he never returned, he's fine, I, I asked. <laughs> his, his time scale was different than mine, so he was in recovery and gone before I came back. Well there we are. Um, but I missed that opportunity um, to pray for him. And I wonder actually what might that have done for him, not just the prayer. That's, you know, that's God at work. But I wonder what the conversation might have done for him, how that might have encouraged him. I talked last week about us having divine appointments, that God creates appointments for us and opportunities for us, but it's for us to take them. Now, I, um, I, I lost two people this week. Um, one was a, um, a good friend and one was a relative. One was a Christian And he knew where he was going and he was at peace about it. And he is now with the Lord and standing with joy before the throne of God. And the other wasn't. And I don't think I ever had a conversation with the other one about my faith in God and the hope that I have and the hope that he could have as well. I wonder how many opportunities I missed with him. And it's not just the sadness of those left behind that gets to me. It's the, it's the thought of him. What about, what about his eternal destiny? I pray that in his last moments that, that God met with him and that he said yes to Jesus. I know that that can happen, we don't see it in scripture anywhere, but that's a hope that I hold on to for others who I've lost, who I know weren't Christians. For my own father, I pray that in his final days and moments, that he turned to the Lord and the Lord said, welcome in. But it's our responsibility to to share the hope that we have, to speak about the hope we have in Jesus and if you are someone here this morning who doesn't know that hope for yourself, can I encourage you afterwards over tea and coffee and biscuits in your mouth, just have a chat with someone and ask about that hope that you too can have in Jesus. There are opportunities around all of us every day, probably not in every one of those 168 hours. Especially the ones where we're sleeping, uh, but we are never off-duty as Christians, as disciples of Jesus. I pray that God would open our eyes and that, that we would seek every day and ask God, who would you have me meet today? Who do you want me to talk to and what do you need to do with that individual today? When we are disciples, every one of us, everywhere and every day, we need to show kindness. We need to speak in a way that is gracious. We need to demonstrate love in every interaction that we have with people. We need to care for those who are in need. We need to encourage those who are struggling. And we need to proclaim the mystery of Jesus. Every one of us. Everywhere we go. Every single day. I'm going to ask the band to come and join us. And we're going to sing again. But I want us to hold on to that. As we sing our next song, um, May the words of my mouth, it says, May the words of my mouth and the deeds in my ways speak of you, Jesus. May everything that I am, wherever I go, whoever I'm with, May that speak Jesus to people. May it speak love and grace and peace and call people to turn to Jesus. It says, I will give my all to you everywhere and every day. If you are able, would you stand with us and we will worship together.